previously on Describe Your Kill. Just a skinned penis. Disgusting, writhing, throbbing. We've got penises edgy. all over me. Run up that hill. No royalties for you, Kate Bush. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See you later, alligator. Have you come to help me? And he reaches into his pocket. <gasps> the rusty <laughs> trumpet? You come here seeking Harrow. I hold Harrow. It's huge, fleshy behemoth towering nearly 30 feet above you. Ew, what the fuck is that? Big Pinky and his Big Dinky. He does have a massive knob. Malachi can shred a mean guitar solo and it kind of weirdly heals you. I hate the guitar more than the gods. Aaron pours the oil of repulsion all <laughs> over his robes. Aaron, um, stop stop distracting Wilhelm. Wow, Hi everyone, and happy Wednesday. It's Craig here for this week's introduction. Oh, it has been one hell of a week for us behind the scenes for the DYK team. Despite the amount of work this show takes every week to put out, I am constantly amazed and genuinely inspired by the community and the response that we're getting. And this week, just gone, it feels like some of that hard work is finally starting to pay off. We have just got to let things cook a little bit longer, but believe me when I say this oven is getting hot. More details on that and everything else coming very, very soon. So everyone, it's my pleasure to give you episode 21 of The Death of Destiny, Meet and Greet. So it's Wednesday night. You've just tuned in to the latest episode of Describe Your Kill, The Death of Destiny. We have just loaded up the latest Paizo block to find out which god in the pantheon of Galarian has been killed. Spoiler alert! Welcome back to Describe Your Kill! Matty, have you read the article in depth? Our, re- I, our resident I've literally nerd. just clicked on it. And Scroll down to the bottom. Oh, it says it very big letters. Yes, it does. <laughs> Uh, and after oh. what you said about her last week, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, no way. Wow. So are they just literally killing a god in a blog post? A visage, da, 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 Grotus watching eagerly from just above the spire. Oh. All right, I need to read that properly later, because... Law, juicy, juicy law. Big news in the land of Galarian. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. So welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Describe Your Kill. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for leaving us a five-star review on your podcast feed of choice. Gentlemen, I want to rewind it back this week to talk a little bit about what are we playing or what are we watching? It's been a few weeks since we've done this. So I'm going to start with Jason. Jason, you want to tell us what have you been playing or what have you been watching? Yeah, so I'm not a I'm not a big watcher of things to be honest. So I, I've been playing bits and pieces. I have nothing. I, I've been playing a lot of a, a demo of a game called Balatro, which is oh. a uh, it is a roguelite, but it is a deck builder that focuses around poker hands. So as you basically you build 
uh, poke hands like a, I don't know, like a flush or a straight or something. And then you also have jokers and things that will multiply your the score your hand gets, and you have to get progressively higher scores as you go through the levels. It is like crack to me. Is <laughs> I used to play a lot of poker um, a few years back, um, and I have a weakness for roguelites. So, um, yeah, is it releases on the 20th of February, I believe, and I will be there day one, minute one. Bellatra, how do you spell it? Uh, Bellatro, B-A-L... A-T-R-O. Balatro. Jason's recommendation. Also, Helldivers 2 arrives tomorrow. Looking forward to it. I don't know Helldivers. Should I? Do you not know Helldivers? Oh, Helldivers is fantastic. It was... I want to say... Do you know what? It might... No, it was definitely PS4, I think. But it's a cooperative... uh, Cooperative sort of shooter. Team shooter where basically you can call down things like turrets and airstrikes and things like that, but friendly fire is permanently on and it goes exactly the way you would expect. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Great one we should be. Great fun with a group of people. Um, gets extremely chaotic. Basically Starship Troopers if it was a cooperative shooter. But is the second one, is this the one where it's changed its viewpoint or something? It's become Yes. A- so it's gone from sort of isometric viewpoint, yeah. single screen, to um, sort of third person over the shoulder. So... I'm interested to see how that goes. Yeah, I I like the different view. Is you know there are a lot of third person shooters. It's quite it looks maybe a little bit more bland than the original. But look, if the gameplay's the same, it's still going to be great fun. There we go. Bellatro and Helldivers two from Jason. Let's go to our resident German, Mister Kamon Giannakopoulos. First try. Holy shit. Um. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Aside from my monthly rewatch of breaking bad uh i am currently monthly? playing Fucking yeah I've, yeah i've watched that show like uh eight times now can i destroy uh, the podcast right now this please is weird please do <laughs> I, I don't like breaking bad what oh <laughs> we'll have a chat about this after the recording so yes. can you uh, uh, Jason, <laughs> please please stay behind at the end of the see lesson. you outside yes uh, <laughs> So to everyone in the Discord, I have hidden Jason's address somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in the you're server. Say Jason's body. <laughs> Soon. Um, yeah, no, I've uh, I've been playing two games a lot, a lot Go lately. On. I've uh, Go on. I've almost been living off of uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide in the last uh, two weeks or so. Okay. Uh, I've I've even managed to uh, suck Matt into it. Um, yeah. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun, uh, but also Tekken Eight came Tekken. out. Tekken Tekken Eight came out uh, like uh, two and a half weeks ago, and um, it's been unhealthy. It's been really unhealthy. Are you good I'm, at it? I am decent enough, I guess. I've played Tekken Seven a lot for a while, and uh, I've 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 pledged to. Uh, buy Tekken 8 day one and I did and I remember after after release weekend I had like uh, 26 27 hours in the game oh my god yeah it's it's unhealthy I've, but, I've uh, watched you fun. play on stream you are very good <laughs> so you don't have very much very, mo- very but modest yes, thank you <laughs> I would love to be good at Tekken, but every time I pick it up, go against the like bots in the practice arena for like twenty minutes, 
just mash buttons after that, give up. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's, one it's, of those. I just, I just don't have the brain power to do it. Oh, I love fighting games so much. Let's be honest, there's no Dead or Alive three. Oh no! Oh no! Why is that, Chris? Oh, I mean, it's a very, very good game, isn't it? Um, let's just say beach volleyball uh, oh, comes God. to mind. A lot of customizable settings, shall yeah. we say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to tell you now. As a teenage boy, when Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball came out, I did own a copy of Dead or Alive. Of course beach you did. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and they made that terrible film did you ever see that oh god that had was yeah. it holly valance holly valance like oh, you had a thing for holly valance so, mate i was, was obsessed with holly valance there's a throwback uh for the for the listeners check out holly valance wasn't it the reason that you watch neighbors twice in, twice in a day wasn't it? twice a day yes it was because of yeah. holly valance who played the role of flick <laughs> <laughs> Even though you told me that you had to watch it twice for the nuances that you might have missed the first time. Yeah, definitely as a 19-year-old boy, that is, that's exactly why I was watching Neighbours twice a day. Nothing to do, nothing to do with that. Uh, come on, so Tekken, the last Tekken experience I properly had was probably PS2-3 with Tekken 2, maybe Tekken 3. And I do distinctly remember, if you played it enough, you unlocked like a fucking panda bear or something like that. Yeah, big... that's still in the game. I've, I've still started in the, game? The, the franchise with Tekken 2, and yes, Panda is still a playable character. And is yeah. Panda your main, or who are you maining? No, but I've... I've I honestly... Um, not Panda, but Kuma, which is uh, the, the grizzly bear who's who has the yes, same moveset and everything. Yeah, um, it's not my main, but I've... I think it's, it's my... Second most played character in the in the in the game in Tekken Seven and Eight, so at least there's that. Look, any listeners who want to challenge Kamone at Tekken Eight, then uh, log into our Discord, which you'll find at describeyourkill.com, and maybe we can have a little plan. Tekken Eight tournament. Namco Bandai, if you're listening, and feel free to send me some codes for download so I can <laughs> install it once. Play we won't one say no lose, to a 500k prize pool. Immediately un- uninstall it. Okay, Matty, so you've been playing Warhammer with Kimon. Anything you'd like to add to your to your section? Well, we, we have all collectively been playing Lethal Company together. This yes. is true. Yes. And um, I, I can't speak for the rest of you, but I've thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> every ridiculous moment that we've had together. And it's been really, really good fun. It's oh. a game which is equal parts frustrating and hilarious. So I haven't laughed that hard other than when we record this from playing Lethal Company and watching everybody die because I'm usually the one who is dead first, of course. Just at the bottom of the pit. <laughs> it's just is that you caught that fantastic clip of of us all trying and failing to just to traverse jump. a very basic <laughs> jump and one very by basic. one plonk plonk <laughs> plonk like yeah. all of us just falling to the death and jason's hallowed last words i've got this <laughs> I, haven't got, I haven't got this. To be fair, I did get it on the way over. It was just when I changed my mind and came back. I the easier up. junk on the way back <laughs> caused some issues. Yeah, no, Lethal Company as well. If you are keen to watch it, then again, let us know in the Discord. Come and join us if you want to see us play some more games. It's something we are certainly experimenting with and want to talk about. If you want to come and play those games with us, there's definitely space. So, uh, yeah, drop us a note. Anything else, Matty? I think that's pretty much it, really. Um, but yeah. Chris, anything from your side? What I you're have, watching what you're playing. Um, I have been given 
when you mentioned Slay the Spire, I went and downloaded it, and I have just been rinsing that. <laughs> have you ever played Slay the Spire? Have you? I've never played Slay the Spire until recently, and now I've oh, wow. probably got a good 20 hours on it or something. Is it still on Game Pass? Lost I think it... whole nights. Yeah, it's still on Game Pass on, on Xbox. Isn't it unbelievably um, addictive? Oh, mate, I, I can't get to the end with The Watcher. I, I just I can't do it. It just rinses me every time as in beat the watcher or just get to him i'm gonna stay quiet yeah it probably should stay quiet because there's, there's things right jason there's yeah there, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of spoilers and stuff in oh there. okay yeah right yeah have yeah. you finished so it with there, yeah. all three characters or four now isn't it actually it's four yeah no i haven't finished it with all four characters yet no okay so i need i'm still trying i still need to get some of the uh the nuances of like the mechanics of the cards because obviously there's a certain way that you can play. Yeah, still got to get my head around that. And with now I've got the use of my thumb back pretty much. Oh, hello. Pretty much. <laughs> Somebody's wife's happy tonight. Seven weeks ago. Um, uh, back on Apex Legends. And I am watching Arrested Development uh, oh, with okay. the wife, Jason Bateman, Michael Sarah, Will Arnett. It's just a funny succession. It's Star Lord in that development. Sorry, no, that's Parks it's and Rec. Parks and Rec. Oh, okay, yeah. I've never seen Rest of Development. Is is have you ever seen Succession? Yes, of course. Yeah, it's just it's twenty five minutes funny Succession. If really, it's just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like a dysfunctional, yeah. dysfunctional rich, rich family. family. Yeah, not, it is. no, no. I mean, obviously, Succession finished last year, and I'm no joke of a lie. That is my, it's my second favorite TV show of all time. I genuinely think it's one of the greatest things that's ever been made. Surely I found it, it difficult. I found it difficult to watch, if I'm honest, I'm, I'm afraid. But because my attention span is quite difficult. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite cooky, wasn't it? It's like, let them cook. Whereas no, this one is... Bad. No, you're thinking of the bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's quite, yeah, malding, wasn't it? Whereas this one is 25 minutes. Something funny happens. It's just an easy watch. Okay. The misses. Yeah. I would just like to talk about a little game called Sea of Stars. Has anyone heard of this or seen it? I have, yes. It's Xbox. No. It's a Game Pass title. It looks very much like a 16-bit, old-school JRPG, turn-based combat, sprite pixel graphics, and it is delightful. Oh, yes. I started it, and I kind of tried a bit, and I was like, okay, and it's very cutesy. But it is a really solid adventure game, and I have put way more hours into it than I would care to admit. Not because I didn't finish the game, it's because, of course, littered throughout it are 60 rainbow conches hidden in various locations. And if you want the true ending of this game, you have to find all 60 of these conches. And then, of course, there's no checklist to do it. You have to do various bits and pieces to go and find them. And if you don't talk to a person at the right time of day, now that all makes it sound quite bad, but the actual game Sea of Stars, I highly recommend. And for my television recommendation, I'm sure we must all remember the terrible Brad Pitt Angelina Jolie film, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. yes. <laughs> have you heard about, have you seen the new TV show? Have you seen Only the posters? What? Yeah. I've heard I a lot not. of chat about it. Yeah. Right. The so what? there is now on Amazon Prime, produced by Donald Glover, a <laughs> TV no. remake of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, starring Donald Glover, and I'm just going to find her name. 
Maya Erskine. Does anyone know her? Yeah, I've heard of Maya Erskine. Starring Maya Erskine. She Man was in... Blue Eyes oh, Pe- she was in the TV show called Penis, which is quite apt for today's <laughs> episode. Is it good, though? I have to say, very enjoyable. There you go. Very good. I'll uh, check it out. As long as you're having fun. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. That was our podcast this week. <laughs> and the curtain you, comes. That's a far more savoury uh, conversation than the pre-show chat that we had when we were on there. <laughs> <laughs> Matty's shaking his head again. Who's ready to play Pathfinder? Oh, yes, yeah. Why not? Oh, yes. Why not? Okay, gentlemen. So, as a quick recap, you have gone through the third portal which was under the suit of the shields and ended up in this hilltop battlement you met Japalipal, who asked you to travel down the craggy treacherous slope of this large hill towards this ruined destroyed battlement to rescue a gentleman known as arasish you agreed you started down and you fought last week the two swarms of these pink horrible aberrations that burst through the ground you dealt with them quite handily i would say and then as you push forward towards the battlement you met arasish this captain of the guard who is injured gravely you did a bit of healing on him and warned you that more of these creatures were coming and shortly after you healed him, not one, not two, but five of these pink fleshy globs came bursting out of the rocks to the west of you. And combat began. And we are now, let me just have a look. Oh, we are midway through the third round of combat. I just uh, remind you that Chris's or Malachi's Dirge of Doom is in effect. Aaron has got an oil of repulsion lubed up all over his body. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, there's various <laughs> mortal weaknesses and stuff going on. So, has anyone got any questions about that? Or shall we get right into combat? Uh, Lupin. Hello. Does Wilhelm have the shared weakness uh, still? Or is that I love that expired? you think I remember that. Uh, come on, if any of you had read the session notes that I sent about an hour ago, <laughs> one of those notes was Lupin has shared weakness with Wilhelm on the big guy. Yes, I, I no just hero to, points for you. I just wanted to hear it from 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 uh, Jason. Just to, just to say, yeah, to we check. should send the notes to the entire audience. I wanted to check <laughs> if Jason's read them. That's all. Would you like <laughs> yeah. to uh, read the note two lines down, Greg? Let me bring up the notes because I, I don't write these for the sake of it. I write them to help you. No, it's, it's, I'm glad you clarified that that line is there to help us. <laughs> right for the listening audience, this is the line. <laughs> There's only about 10. Lupin <gasps> shares weakness on big guy with Wilhelm. Yep, there absolutely. We go. Yep. Yeah, what's, what's the one two lines down, Craig? Yeah, please read that <laughs> for us. Uh, oh. Shall I pack paraphrase for you? <laughs> no, I'd like to hear you say it word for word. Honestly, my glasses are not working <laughs> as well as they could. You so don't need right. your glasses to see that. Right, I'm going back to Foundry. It's round three, and it <laughs> is. My- <laughs> My creature's turn. <laughs> My creature's turn. This is the one to the very south. So just as a reminder, there are four of these medium-sized creatures, and there is one huge creature. All of them have taken some damage in some form or another, as have you guys. Aaron's looking pretty healthy. Lupin's looking pretty... In fact, all the PCs are looking reasonably healthy. Aaron is probably looking the strongest, but of course has the lowest hit points anyway. 
So it is one of the medium-sized creatures turns. This is the one is currently next to Arasish at the southernmost point of the map compared to the rest of you. On all fours, is it going to charge round behind Lupin and get the flank with his little friend? And Lupin, you are now flanked, and he's going to attempt to bite you with a natural four. Uh, that's is... a twenty-three hit. It doesn't. It just misses. Okay, he is going to get one more attack, though, Lupin, so I'm going to make another roll. That's a natural Ooh. 16. That's a 31 to hit, flat-footed uh, or off-guard. going to hit. Wonderful. Okay, here comes your damage. Oh, that's, that's really that's, high. That's, that's two sevens on two D10s plus eight. 22 points of... Uh, yep. It's actually bludgeoning damage for some reason Ooh. on these guys. Okay, um, as, uh, as it hits, uh, Lupin... Uh, flashes his amulet and uh, a flash of blue and he uh, mechanically uses amulet to balance to reduce the damage taken by his level plus two so 14 points of damage resisted excellent okay and that is my creature's turn it's arasish's turn now arasish is currently technically prone so i'm just going to give him the prone condition but he did get his sword at the start of the combat and there's as I said, he's got a deep wound on his left side, which was partly healed by Aaron. He can just about reach behind him, so he's going to fling his sword back and attempt to attack one of these pink creatures with the long sword at a plus 16 to hit, but rolls a natural three and misses miserably. Very, very he can injured. take another strike, so he's got enough energy for two, and misses again. And then to finish off my creature's turns in the round is the one closest to Wilhelm. He has technically got the flank, but he's also probably not that intelligent. So he's just going to go for a simple jaw strike with a natural four. That's is, this is not going well at all. That's, that's a, a 23 fail. to hit Wilhelm. Yeah, that's a crit fail. But I think Wilhelm used his... Uh, used his repost already against the big guy, so... If you'd have checked the session notes, Kamon, you would have known that. (laughs) I would have known that he did. Yes, thank you. (laughs) So, that's it. Okay, second attack from the weird little pink creature on Wilhelm. Uh, 25 to hit? Nope. Okay. He's going to he's going to scuttle off towards Aaron. All right, uh, that triggers an attack of opportunity. No! Uh, a reactive strike, I mean, a reactive Thank strike. Thank you. Thank you. Um so Wilhelm is going to try uh, to attack with his rapier once again. Oh, that's a natural fall. That's a 29 to hit. That is a hit. Nice. Oh, that's high. Uh, that's Good 27 roll. damage. And that creature bursts into pink <laughs> mist as your yes. sword, your rapier, Yay. carves through it. He is dead and out of the combat. Oh, it took the bleed anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The chunks of him on the floor are still bleeding. Yeah. That takes us on to Malachi Bordello's turn. Malachi, you've currently got Dirge of Doom up, and I don't think you've got Inspired Courage up at the moment. No, I don't. Two, no, because I can't have. Yeah, I can't have them both up at the same ah, time. Ah, okay. But I will sustain both Dirge of Doom, as I believe I was playing a bit of Elton John. You were Elton yes. Bond, Crocodile <laughs> Rock, or something. Yeah, and <laughs> famously, <laughs> famously, and I will then continue to have my Phantom Orchestra up. I will concentrate it over the big guy, 
Uh, of course, yes, your Iron Maiden, or it was maybe Elton John's, but yeah. Is it Elton John? Elton John came in and is blasting out some cacophony right. of sound. With the orchestral, um, what's, the, what's the spell called Phantom again? Phantom Orchestra. Phantom Orchestra. And what's the save I need to make? It is a DC 31 basic fortitude save for the big guy. Okay, here we go. Has a 42. Oh, oh. yeah. I wonder if these aberrations have high fortitude. They hmm. might do, but that's okay. Is that a crit success? That is a crit success, indeed. Lovely. And then I will move away from the action from the engagement where I have one of these really weird crocodile dicks in front of me. <laughs> crocodile dicks. <laughs> the crocodile dicks. Jimmy Nail, look him up. Step away to the north so that I am giving myself a little okay. bit of space. Okay, thank you, Malachi. At the bottom of round three, having delayed his turn in previous rounds, it is Wilhelm Krongard. Yes, um, Wilhelm uh, does, I mean, he's a fighter. He attacks what's in front of him. He, he <laughs> yes, he, attra- he uh, attacks the big scrotum man and... Uh, <laughs> the worst of the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you last week this creature is 30 foot tall and it has an enormous dong and you are <laughs> you are eye level with the dong <laughs> yes, one little twitch um, and you're in trouble but go ahead and make your yeah, finds finds this whole situation quite <laughs> insulting and uh so he kind of uh <laughs> while trying to look as uh as professional as he can he recognizes how fucking weird this whole situation has to look <laughs> and he tries to kind of stay out of the way of this swinging dong while attacking uh, the creature's legs. He's eye to eye with it. Malachi, <laughs> <laughs> make it stop looking at me. Why is it looking at me? Eye to eye is good. <laughs> oh, God. That's a natural three for 28 to hit. Oh, that's a big old fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh... Okay, shit. Uh, second attack. S- second attack. Let's hope my third roll today is at least above a four. Come on. That's Ooh. a 15. Uh, that's a 35 to hit. 35 is a hit, Wilhelm. Hey. Yes. Right, that's uh, 15 plus the weakness thing, so 25 damage. Okay, Wilhelm, yes, that all appears to go through. Right, and uh, then for his third action, Wilhelm is going to try to, um, yeah, uh, en- encourage the creature um, into attacking him and tries his uh, overextending feint, which is uh, trying to give this creature a minus two to hit against Wilhelm in the next turn by doing a deception roll. Yeah. Oh, my fucking natural two. <laughs> <laughs> For 26. Fail, Wilhelm, with your feint check. It's, it's not a crit fail. I'm fine. It's good. Not a crit fail. Not a crit fail. Not a crit fail. Oh, righty then, because it hasn't got the attack trait, has it? No? Okay. It's the no. top of round four. It is the scavenger's turn, the medium-sized creature. And it is the one that is flanking Lupin at the moment. So he is going to go for a jaw strike on Lupin with a 30 to hit. That would be against flat-footed. Uh, that Off-guard. is a miss. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Second attack then. 
I rub my eyes. Uh, Twenty that to is hit. That's a critical miss. These creatures can't do fuck all. Right. <laughs> Quit hunting then. Oh, there it is. Ooh. There it is. Oh, there it is. Okay, that's a natural 20. That's the highest number that you can roll on a this T20. This module is amazing. Have you got... Uh, so, does a 31... <laughs> does a 31 hit, Lupin? Uh, hang on, let me just check. It Annoyingly, it just does. Yeah, it oh, is AC, so that's going to okay. be... So, that is a critical hit. Wonderful. Okay, well, here's your critical damage then. Oh, that's oh, very good. Oh, my, oh God. my God. 48 oh, points of bludgeoning damage. Aren't these, these ones are the cannon fodder. They're not they supposed are, to hit me like that. But if they hit, their damage is 2d10 plus 8. And I oh rolled two eights on 2d10. Christ. Um, I do get a little bit of lingering resistance from that. So I do take okay. uh, five resistance. Is uh, that's still What's that from? three points of damage? Um, oh, amulets are So basically, okay. uh, one of the things I get is because I'm adept with it. When I use it, I get one type of damage. I get lingering resistance five until the start of my next turn. Fantastic! All right, so that was his third action, but scores the nat twenty and does get the critical hit because it was just on the AC. That moves it on to air. Oh nearly moves it onto air one my creature has to take five persistent bleed damage and then roll a recovery check and fails wow this time finally Aaron, you are at the north of the map just outside this settlement you took a kind of bit of a breather and the oil of repulsion was in a play so the one that you were attacked by was bounced back 10 feet so what do you do yes so the creature that has bounced back uh, is a little bit away from me now, um, but he looks to his south and sees Lupin being flanked by these two creatures. So he wants to try and take one of those out so that he can, so Lupin isn't pinned down. So he conjures all of his harrow energy and he shoots an unraveling blast at the creature just to the south. So can you please roll a will save? Okay, here comes the will save. Oh, it's a natural one! It's a critical failure. <laughs> so the creature takes double damage, becomes stunned one, and okay. is off guard until the start of my next turn. Here's the wow. damage. Oh, oh so many dice! A lot of dice. Oh, so many dice! That is 33 points as the green bolt hits the creature and kills one of its possible futures. Is that double? double the third yeah, yeah, you double it now yeah so 66, so 66 points, points of damage of mental damage ow that really hurts <laughs> it looks his crocodilian head turns at you and just kind of mm. clacks his mouth <laughs> and then the tongue <laughs> lolls out <laughs> okay Aaron, very good Okay, so for Aaron's third and final action, he is going to cast Guidance on Lupin to give him the bonus as well. Okay. Lupin gets Guidance from Aaron. Talking of Lupin, you are up. You are currently flanked by two of these medium-sized, fleshy creatures. Indeed. So Lupin is going to target the one that has just been absolutely bodied by Aaron. <laughs> I believe I had my gun drawn last time round. Yes. So his uh, first action Lupin will swap and uh, will place his gun back 
in his jacket whilst also uh, flicking the case off his sword cane. Uh, second action, Lupin is going to take a strike at the now off-guard and extremely dazed crocodile thing. Yes, mm-hmm. he's looking rough. Yeah. This so is the one that's between Lupin and Aeron. He's currently next to Lupin and about 15 feet away from Aeron. I will use the guidance as well. So, uh, so that is a natural 16 for 39. 39, Jason, is a critical Excellent. Now, just before we get too excited, remember my creatures have an ability called Extraneous Flesh. It's a free action, so I get to roll a d20 on a success. The critical hit will be made a regular hit. Okay, what's the threshold? DC 11, and I rolled a 14. Of course you did. Okay. (laughs) So it doesn't Uh, take any extra damage from the crit, but it would take any other effects normally, such as any crit specialization effects. That is 14 Mm. points of damage. Some of that seems to hurt it more than you would expect, Lupin. Oh, wonderful. Very good to know. And then uh, decisions, decisions. Third and final action. Do I try and kill this thing or do I just get out of the way? Is it looking like it's at death's door craig or is it it's certainly but looking very very unwell it's wishing <laughs> that it hasn't come to this party <laughs> he thought there was going to be cake and sausage rolls and has been <laughs> met with death and destruction right so uh yeah I, lupin will attack again with the sword cane then and try and put this thing in the ground well to hit oh that's a natural 14 for 32 32 is a big old hit lovely that is oh that's a good roll Uh, two sixes and a five on three d6 that's 20 points of damage and the creature explodes in a puff of pink mist as Jason wipes out one of the creatures in a wild crocodile (laughs) (laughs) I think we had that one last week didn't we no, uh, see you later, alligator. Last week, thank you very it? much. You fucking okay, okay. I even I'm furious because I used my best one, which was erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that one. He can remember his one liners, but he can't remember his level plus two. This no, is... absolutely. No. <laughs> what do you Man, think I do all week? I literally, I've, I've spent the whole week just googling crocodile puns. He's quit his day job to do this. <laughs> I have to say, side note, I do love the word crocodilian, which I believe is a real word, but I do absolutely... Let's all it just is. say it. Crocodilian. Crocodilian. <laughs> Sounds really Crocodilian. Yeah, it's good. Let's see you say it. Nope. Okay. Right, Lupin, you've got one. <laughs> uh, that is turn. Okay, thank you, Lupin. All right. So it is the big bastard's turn. His big fleshy dong waving in the face of Wilhelm Krongard. <laughs> oh, God. And he's going to swing down with his mighty dong attack. Here we go. It's a plus 26. I don't have mercy. There's <laughs> 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 a 33 hit, Wilhelm. No. No. Such a low roll again. Okay, I'm going to go for one more. Oh, fucking hell. Two sevens in a row. That's a 28 to hit. No. Is, is it like the th- the obstacle course that Wilhelm was doing earlier where it's like swinging in front of him and he's yeah. <laughs> It's like Newton's that, cradle. but Peter. Newton's cradle. A really rude version of Gladiate. <laughs> oh, right, no, that missed. All right, I'm going to crit fish. Can I go for the nat 20 on the again. third attack again? Here we go. Put, 
for me to turn the module on. Here it comes. Here it comes. If you do roll a natural 20, no one's going to believe you. Oh, no. Natural 13. That's a 29 to hit. Doesn't hit, no. Okay, that's three misses for the big guy. It is the scavenger's turn, the one nearest to Aeron. This one's going to scamper up. And this time, he's going to take a gnashing bite. So, it's a regular hit. Let's just roll to see if we can do it. Ooh, that's good. 37 to hit. Yes, that's a hit. That's 17 points of damage. Yes. And you are slowed one for one round, Aaron, as these teeth nibble on your legs, making Uh. you unsteady on your feet. (laughs) So this is how it feels to be slowed. Um, (laughs) Right, can you you roll a fortitude save, please, as he bites into the oil of repulsion. Here comes my robes. Here we go. Natural yes. three. It's an 18. That is a critical failure. Oh, no. So bastard. he goes flying 10 feet away from me, <laughs> and he's knocked prone. Oh, and he's prone. Good stuff. Good stuff, indeed. Like that it very oil, much. That's a great consumable. Love that. That is a good oh, consumable. Yeah. So it's Arasish's turn. He goes, Whoa, let me see if I can hit him. He bastard. And he swings <laughs> with his sword. So motivated, the guy. Love him. Oh, 33. That is a hit. So here comes damage. 16 points of damage on the scavenger. He's going to swing again for his second attack with the long sword. Oh, gets another hit. I'm glad you wasted all your good rolls on the ones that are helping us. That's all right. And 13 points of damage to the scavenger, who is very much looking on his last legs. He's got one attack left. Shall he go for Come it? On. Come on. Yeah. Natty 20. Natty 20. Come on, Arasish. Natural 20. No. Oh, oh it's no. a natural 3. Not natural enough three. energy. He critically misses. All right. That brings us to Malachi's turn. Malachi, you were stood next to one of the dead ones that Wilhelm has just killed. To the north of you, 10 feet away, is the one that's threatening Aeron. And, of course, the big guy is about 10 feet away to the southeast of you. I'm going to sustain dodge of doom i am going to continue to have another fortitude save with my phantom orchestra please so can i have a basic fortitude save on the big guy as elton john starts singing oh. <laughs> something awful oh. <laughs> okay i'm gonna roll the save come on nice that's a 37 so that's a pass they'll take half of this Half of the 86 sonic damage. 27 sonic damage. Which is 13. That certainly has affected him. And the big guy is starting to wobble and waver. 30 feet up in the air. His big dong slinging like an almighty pendulum. In- <laughs> <laughs> That's cannon. Um, a meat cannon, if you will. <laughs> oh, <for God's> sake. <laughs> now, I... <laughs> so childish. In it just. But it's funny. In it imagine, just. imagine that this creature actually did a, just a, a massive pink knob. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> horrible. So just a wang golem. A wang golem. <laughs> so that's one action to sustain. Wang golem. <laughs> and he is focused in on. Um, <laughs> he will then sort of turn around to the smaller one to the north that's been attacking Aaron is on the floor and will throw out a burst of sound from his guitar um, concordant choir 
Okay. And we'll use the one action verbal trait for this. Can I have a basic fortitude save as reverberating sound focuses in on the target? Oh gosh, 15. It's still a fail as you roll a 30. For nine points of damage, sonic damage as my mm. kitar reverberates in their ears. Next at bottom of round four is Wilhelm. You are toe to toe with the big guy. Yes, Wilhelm is going to attack the throb golem. Um, <laughs> throb golem. <laughs> <With> the... <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> Just we're thankful it's not a, a golem. Level Twelve let's be throb golem. <laughs> Um, it's like one of those games on Steam that you don't want to see come up in your, in your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> recommended list. That goes straight into uh, hide and library. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be a, ooh, a 38 to hit. 38 is a hit. Not a crit? You sure? Look it up. I'm I sure. have time. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's not that's not good. Uh, that's 18 points of damage plus uh, the weakness trigger, whatever it is. He is looking very unwell. Yes, uh, Wilhelm attacks again. Roll to hit. For, ooh, for mm. 26 to hit. That is a miss. Yes. Wilhelm is going to attack a third time. Critfish. Ooh. It's going to work. Here Trust me, guys. Trust me. Oh, rolled off the 19. Uh, no, that's a 24. That doesn't 24 work. is less than last time, so that is still a Miss Wilhelm. And lucky, but thank you. It is the scavenger's turn, the one that Arasish has just been attacking that is was blanking Lupin. Going to go to bite Lupin Malice with a 23 to hit. Uh, rolling like a... utter shit. Here yeah, comes the second are. attack. Uh, 28 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Okay. And so he is going to target Arasish this time for his third attack and gets a hit just. So here's the damage. Ooh, 16 points of damage onto Arasish. And you hear him go, fuck. <laughs> Aaron spoke. Oh, he's got bleed Ooh. damage. Oh, shit. The bleed damage killed him. He's dead. <laughs> 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 he had two Epic. hit points left and he took six bleed he's dead okay so that does take <laughs> us to Aeron who's at the north of the map again 15 feet away from the creature that he just bounced off using his oil of repulsion yes indeed uh, he is slowed one so I've only got two actions ah, yes. I'm going to uh, he's feeling pretty warmed up with his special Harrow Bloodline spells so I have one focus point remaining so I'm going to go ahead and try and kill this guy who keeps trying to bite me with another unravelling blast so please roll a will save coming up oh that's better Ooh, that 32. is yeah that's a success so you're going to take half of the mental damage and no other effects but hopefully okay. there's a lot of dice here so let's see <laughs> oh my god 37, so half of 37 points uh, of mental Half damage. of 37. Okay, so 18 points of mental damage oh, onto the prone, weird, pink, fleshy glob. I believe that's turn then, Aaron, is it? Yes, it is. Okay, Lupin Malice. 
The two that were flanking you are now dead. There is only one of the small creatures left to the north with Aeron, and there is the big fleshy guy next to Wilhelm, who is also looking like it's on his last legs. I forgot to mention the big creatures off guard. Okay, thank you, Wilhelm. Yeah. I think despite the large chunk missing out of Lupin's calf muscle, um, thanks to that mm. uh, crit, is I think the smaller ones are a bit less of a threat than the big fella, so... Lupin is going to spend his first action uh, swapping the sword cane and the pistol, and he's going to take aim, and he's going to fire at the big guy, who is not only off guard, but Lupin has exploit vulnerability on him. Indeed. Roll to hit. Ooh, Ooh, that's a natural 16 for 37. 37 is a big old hit. Lovely stuff. That's not a bad roll. That's uh, 12 points of damage, uh, plus the mortal weakness damage. This creature is teetering and tottering. Um, Still up, though. I'm going to have to go again then, aren't I? Um, oh, we can't let him have his... He's got one in the bank. I haven't... You got, need to reload. Yeah, that's, I haven't actually got the actions to... Uh, I haven't got the actions to do it because I need to spend... Throw the gun. Reload. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm trying to see if I've got, like, a um, consumable I can throw or something, just to... I don't think I have. Um, what damage does a gun do if you throw it at someone? <laughs> That's going to be blood. Should be blood. Yeah, yeah so I'm just I'm thinking damage-wise. Um, take a minus two to attack rolls. The GM determines the amount and type of damage the attack deals. So, Jason, I will tell you, if you roll to hit with a minus two... And yeah. hit it, I will tell you that the creature will die. That's how few hit points he's got. <laughs> okay, absolutely going for this then. Yeah, Lupin sees this thing just absolutely swaying and just uh, just looks at the gun, sort of clicking as he's uh, emptied the <laughs> emptied the magazine and just holds the barrel end and just wangs it like a tomahawk at this creature. <laughs> Wangs it. Good word. Hey. Uh, wangs it at the throb golem. Um, okay, so hang on. I need to add the minus two. Remember, uh, Wilhelm has got the like. What's the what's the feat you've got? Where you can just sort of put the sword up and to stop him taking any damage. Why would I do that? <laughs> oh, just so you can get the kill. Natural oh. nine. Um, Looping. That is a miss. I'm going to hero point that for the memes. Okay. Yes. You've got to do it for the content, haven't you, really? Um, <laughs> for the content. Here we go. Oh, no. oh six. Boo hiss. And Lupin, you see your gun and it, it just misses and it falls down a crack <laughs> all the way into the Darklands. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone forever. Yeah, it's excellent. The creature turns around, it hits a home run. <laughs> That was Baldur's Gate 3. That would be a 30-hour side mission. Yeah. I'm going to say the gun flies past the creature, Jason, and yeah. lands the other side of him, but you do not score the killing blow. And the reason I kept him alive with five hit points is because he is going next, so he is going to yeah. get another chance to lay out some pain against Watch Wilhelm, get the kill. who is five yeah. feet away from him. So here's the first to hit. That is a natural <laughs> one! <laughs> Wilhelm gets a counter attack. Yes! <laughs> Shitting hell. <laughs> oh, I've rolled so bad with these guys. That's a 40 to yes! hit. Oh, that's a critical that's hit, Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah, that's 60 points of damage. <laughs> yeah, with well, the five hit points he had left are now gone. <laughs> Describe your yes! kill. 
Wilhelm, uh, does some unsavory things. He, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know oh, into how much detail I'm allowed to go, but does his, uh, <laughs> his appendage, does it have, um, an orifice of some... Oh, <laughs> that's made me cringe. That's made me... My testicles retract into my I'm going to give you a hero body. point, Camone, only because you know the word... <laughs> Orifice and appendage, <laughs> and English okay. isn't your first language, so you can <laughs> have a hero point. Much. I'm going to say Thank that yes, you. he does have an orifice. <laughs> language on win. His okay, um, <laughs> then Wilhelm. I I'm not even going to describe it further. You know no. what? I, well, you know what Wilhelm's going to do? Yeah. If you've seen <laughs> the boys, <laughs> then you'll know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Wilhelm, you take the killing blow, and that was that creature's turn. So as that was your reaction, it is the remaining creature's turn going to step up to Aaron again and attempt to bite him. <laughs> does it crawl or does it stand up first? Oh, yeah. Uh, it stands up first. Okay, so it uses okay. an action to stand up first, so it means it can't use its better attack. Aaron, that's 35 to hit. Two actions to get to you. Well, one to stand up, one to get to you. Yeah, yeah, 35 is a hit. Good stuff. Okay, so you take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Thank you. <laughs> you know what's coming. Is it repul is it all repulsion time? <laughs> it's time for the oil of repulsion. He's not learned his okay. lesson. Little... It's the third time he's gone flying. Well let's see if he's flying again. Fortitude? <laughs> yes, please. Okay, so he does fail. He does. He goes flying ten feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this thing as like a hairless version of scrap from Ice Age. Relentless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's his turn. So it's Arasisha's turn. There's no one near him. Oh, please heal me. Malachi, you're up. Malachi will move his invisible choir over the remaining creature to the north. And yep. I will need a DC 31 fortitude save. 26 is a fail. That is a massive fail. Here is your damage. 8d6. Not bad. 34 points of sonic damage. Malachi, I'm not even exaggerating. The scavenger had 34 hit points left. Describe oh, your kill. Yeah, well done. I am invincible. <laughs> um, and you see the, yeah, the creature, the concordant choir, the, the reverberations just reverberate in his ears and the head just goes... <laughs> <laughs> Mars attack style. style, love it. Mars attack style, yeah. Gentlemen, worry, heroes, Malachi. you are out of combat. Yay. I'm sure it still liked your song, Malachi. <laughs> <laughs> so, as the scavenger, the last scavenger falls down, sort of Lupin just sort of looks around, makes sure no one is watching, and just sort of wanders over to the other side of the big guy, picks up his pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Very That's good. what we call the walk of shame where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> so you are out of combat. These fleshy pink aberrations have been slain and it feels like you are out of immediate danger. Well done, boys. What do you do? Yes. Is everyone unharmed? Y yes. Are, are you? You have some bite marks and some... I heard a lot of bouncing in your direction. <laughs> yes, uh, I think I need to get myself some more of those oils of repulsion. Uh, very handy, to be honest. Yeah, you do look quite slick. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. 
Take your clothes off, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the German directness. That was really good. It's going to get to a point where Aaron and Wilhelm will just like never talk to each other anymore. Because every time they enter a room, everyone's going to be like, hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Let's make oh, it happen. God. If you want to see that happen, vote for it on our Discord channel. <laughs> so yeah, um, Lupin will uh, will sort of limp over as well. Is uh, yeah, all good here. Uh, missing a small chunk of flesh, but uh, nothing that won't heal. I'm sure. Yeah, I think I got a bit of a, a beating, but nothing much that I can't deal with. And he wanders over to um, Arashish, the captain on the floor. You see Arashish look up at you, Malachi, as you come up. He goes. You fought well, heroes. You fought well. Your uh, prowess in battle is clearly unmatched. I wish my men had the same level of competency. There's probably things we need to discuss before we go back to Japalupal. The threat from the aberrations was not the only threat we fought here today. And he sort of points his sword around. And where I told you last week, not only is there the bodies now of these creatures, there are bodies of human men there. Some of these were not my men. Some of these men arrived here, teleported in, and started asking questions. We were set upon. I was the only survivor. I knew that the aberrations were coming. But some of these men were not from this place, like yourselves. Also asking about Harrow. Sorry, to, to clarify, you were set upon. Were you set upon by the aberrations, or did the men set upon you? The men. They came, asked about Harrow cards. We were already weakened by the Aberration's attacks. We managed to capture one and question him. But that was when I took a grievous wound. He had a hidden blade and it swiped me. I'm telling you, it was a bloodbath. That last man, um, did he escape? No, he lies dead at your feet, Wilhelm. While Lupin is talking, Malachi goes into his sleeves and pulls out an elixir of life. I liked your egregious use of the sleeves there, Malachi. Thank you for the healing. <laughs> Believe me, it's That's better than what point. he had in his spacious pouch. An excuse. <laughs> the uh, the information you got from the man you were interrogating, uh, w- would, you, would you object to sharing it with us? Uh, as I'm concerned that they've attacked you, we may not be far behind. You've saved my life here today. But let me tell you, since this card came into my possession a few days ago... I've had nothing but trouble. Yes, it's helped me in battle. It has quite a powerful ability. But these men who teleported here, or however they arrived, they were from the mainlands, far closer to Absalom than we are here. But he carried one of these, and he reaches into his pouch and pulls out a feather bird token in grey steel and shows it to you. Another one. We keep finding these. You found more of these, have you? Yes, and the the people you're describing in Absalom, we were set upon too by people hoping to take our cards by force. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the the same troop. I mean, that troop is dead, but uh, I get what you're saying. It is concerning that uh, they appear to have the ability to, to teleport now, is that the ones in Absalom could could easily have tracked us. We were not perhaps being, being the most conspicuous group of, uh, of adventurers at the time, but... Uh, were there tieflings among them? Or um, No, no tieflings. Did they say um, who sent them? Did they well, say anything about a butcher? 
No, nothing about a tiefling. Nothing about a butcher. There were four of them. Human men. The only information we got out of them is that they're part of a mercenary group known as the Band of Blades. Are you familiar with them? Um, are we familiar with them? You recall knowledge. We are, aren't we? Aren't they? So you can all roll secret society checks. Like when I fail, but don't critically fail a recall knowledge check using any skill, I learn a bit of true knowledge and a bit of erroneous knowledge, but don't have any way to differentiate which is which. So I will roll the check now. What were they called? The Band of Blades? The Band of Blades. All of you roll your secret society checks and it doesn't ring a bell for any of you. It's clear that they were interested in the card. It's why they came. It's why the battle broke out and it's why they now lay dead as well as some of my men. Did they carry a Harrow card with them? I don't believe so. Certainly nothing was showed, but they fought for it. They knew. They knew it was here and they knew that one of us had it. And you still feel comfortable giving us, strangers who arrived through a portal, this card? In fairness, we haven't tried to kill him yet. Exactly. That's that's true, yes. Can I have a, a look at that card? The one who survived, we questioned him. Refused to give up much information, but he said he was from the Band of Blades. And their leader is a man known as Druston. Is that a name you're familiar with? Druston. Not one that I've ever heard. No, me neither. Everybody roll. Secret society checks. Same applies for... <laughs> Although, hold on. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah. None of you know. Jason, that applies to you as well. How have I bloody crit failed twice? <sighs> no, but that's the name they were given. Through duress, I might add. They were reluctant. The Band of Blades... They worked for. Their leader was a man named Druston. Malachi, I will hand you the card now. Let me just reach for it. Oh, it's deep down in my leather thong. One second. Oh, got it. <laughs> They're really in style at the moment. Very fashionable. Why is he going around the back? <laughs> Malachi, he hands to you another card from the Deck of Destiny. This card is named... The trumpet! Malachi smells it. Oh, no. <laughs> Does it smell like brass? <laughs> I'll tell you now, this card has, a, has an ability which is most powerful. Seems it only works once per day, but you can let out an almighty trumpet blast in a 60-foot cone and creatures <laughs> in the area will take 14d6 sonic damage. Oh, that is... With a basic Juicy. fortitude save equal to your class DC. If they fail, they're deafened for one round. Well, that sounds like something I would definitely be interested in. It does feel quite yeah. brand for Malachi, doesn't it? Malachi yeah. written Rollies. all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Rollies, Rollies, no worries, no worries. Malachi, yeah, little yeah, that... wry smile on his face. You're going to run out well, of thumbs at this rate, Malachi. We'll take it off your hands. You'll... Have you got a way of getting back up? Well, no, I was hoping you might help me. I am gravely wounded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gave you a potion. Yeah, we actually don't it. have time for that right now. But, uh, <laughs> yes, let's sure go through the portal now. Bye. So, uh, <laughs> so, long, so long, thanks for the card. Um, Could I hear Rifflin? Can I hear Rifflin? <laughs> um, just quickly, while we are here, um, Lupin is going to uh, just, just look around at the, the other bodies. Do the 
Do the mercenaries appear to have any particular uniform or in- insignia or anything that might identify them? Jason, give yourself a hero point, because although there is nothing particularly uniform about their uniforms, each of these people that Arasish points out to you are each wearing one of these grey steel feather tokens. Arasish says to you, I um, would appreciate you uh, potentially helping me back up the hill to Japalipal. The battles here with the aberrations have raged for many years. Since the passages to the Darklands were opened up, we are at risk here. This is this is life for us. We've had hard lives. I do have a, some form of thank you in penance, if you'll take it. The card was uh, was more than thanks enough, but uh, we will obviously not decline any assistance. It, it appears we may need all the help we can get. Very well. Let us uh, return to Chapelipal, and I'll uh, share our spoils of war as a thank you. Aaron helps Arashish up and hands his staff to him. Thank and you. says, here, use this to steady yourself on the difficult terrain. Do you not have translocate? I've uh, nearly out of spells, but I could probably do go 30 feet and then you have to walk the rest of the way. Understandable. Lupin, can I borrow your mirror? Because that looked good. No, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got fly? Can you not cast fly on him? What, Melika is not offering his (laughs) kita? Let us ascend the, uh, the hill. I think we're safe for now. So the four of you escort Arasish back up the hill through the craggy, difficult, greater difficult terrain to the top of the hill where you're met by Japalipal and the guards who let out cheers and hollers and whoops as you ascend the hill back with their leader. Everyone comes over and shakes your hands, pats you on the back. General sense of merriment, but these people are war-torn. They are broken and beaten. But this is clearly a way of life for them. Arasish goes over to a tent, makeshift tent that's flapping in the wind, comes out with a small chest. It says, here, spoils of war. More than happy to share them with you. We didn't meet for long on the path, but I feel that your path goes in a different way from mine now. Thank you. You're welcome back here anytime in Vudra. We appreciate that. We may well visit if we can uh, work out what particular type of performance you have here. <laughs> Very well. Let me do a dance for you so you know what you... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please, grievously wounded man, dance for us. <laughs> <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> so Arasish brings out this treasure chest towards you. Everyone has given their thanks. They are now clearly discussing battle tactics and healing Arasish's wounds whilst you are left to enjoy the spoils of war. Who wants to know about the loot? Oh, yeah. I do, I do. Okay, let's start with the lesser stuff. There are two greater healing potions worth 400 gold each. There is also a potion called a panacea. This is a level 13 uncommon potion worth 450 gold on its own. This potion appears to shift colors and no two observers describe it in the same way. When consumed, it attempts to counteract all curses and diseases affecting you, as well as the blinded and deafened conditions from spells 
has a counteract level of seven and a 1d20 plus 20 modifier Ooh. for the roll. Wow. That's, that's a that's fucking good. brilliant item. That is, is really cool. so item. good. These potions sit within this little box and a vial that on its own looks like intertwined serpents made of platinum with emerald eyes and worth 600 gold on its own. Just the vial. We will be decanting those potions. Just the vial. (laughs) The most expensive item, though, is a wondrous figurine. Brackets. Marble. Elephant. This is a level 13 item worth 2,000 700 gold this item is finely carved from a solid piece of marble this gleaming elephant statuette becomes a fully grown elephant when activated yes (laughs) not only that the elephant can be called upon no more than four times per month. It (laughs) remains for 24 hours as long as it is being used as a beast of burden or for transport. If it attempts an attack or otherwise engages in combat, it reverts to statuette form after 1d4 secret rounds. Okay, so firstly, does it speak abyssal? (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to get a... And and secondly, um, come on, what's its name? Got to decide now. Now it's it's Claude the Infernal <laughs> Elephant. Yes, the Infernal Elephant. Claude. Okay. okay. Yeah, acceptable. <laughs> oh, I love Claude. that. That is a really cool item. It's worth two thousand seven hundred gold, and <laughs> oh basically, god, you now have an elephant. Oh yes. my god! So yes, cool. We do. I knew you like that, Matt. That's yep. that's, that's so awesome. Love that. Should. Yeah. All right. So, who is taking the two greater healing potions? The question is, who has healing potions? I've got. Uh, I some. have healing potions. I have and three. how many? I have one moderate. I've okay, got. You, you a should few. definitely be taking one. Yeah, you take. You one. are frontline, and mm-hmm. I'm going to take one. I'm going to stick my hand up for the other one because I only have a single elixir of life moderate as well. So you're also kind of frontline, so it would make yeah. sense. Yeah. So that's Wilhelm and Lupin taking the two greater healing potions. Who's going to take the panacea? Well, I think given that, that it's a potion, it's probably good if it goes to someone with a good movement speed in case we need to use it um, kind of quickly. Claude? Yeah. Claude? <laughs> um, uh, we can chuck it in the spacious pouch because it seems like it's one of those ones we are going to save it for when we need when something really the right nasty occasion. hits like really really nasty hits yeah and the Lupin's curse, obviously the got curses the mirror is good yeah yeah that's what I'm thinking is, is curses can be really nasty and they're not easy to they're not easy yeah, to really. counteract either so yeah I mean Wilhelm has a lot of movement speed but I don't think he would be uh, the best to sacrifice a full turn just to get the potion somewhere yeah that's what I'm thinking is he's more we're not going to want to be taking him out of the front line whereas no. Lupin can be a bit more flexible Sort of between the lines. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. cool. Okay. So yeah, right. I'll I'll chuck that in the uh, in the spacious pouch. So the wondrous figurine that is a two action activation. It is light bulk, so anyone could carry it. Who wants to take the elephant? Rollies. 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 Yeah, I think it's gonna be Rollies. <laughs> okay, we've got Rollies, baby. 
Okay, everybody roll a single D20 dice. Three, two, one. Let's go. Oh, oh leading with a 10. I got <laughs> Come on, three. leading with a 10. Matty with a 3. Malachi with a 7. Come on, Jason. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. oh no way. Jason no gets way. it. <laughs> I just love the idea of all of us, like, just all the characters, yeah. just one hand on it. Like, yeah. everyone yeah. playing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Yes. No you way, you beat my 10 with an 11. You, You've all, like, three stooges oh your hands in the top of the chest and Lupin <laughs> just goes underneath. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Looks at it. And um, for my next trick. <laughs> Lupin is going to examine it briefly and sort of realising whilst it is a magical item and but isn't especially rare or interesting he's uh, he's going to look at it and sort of frown very slightly and he's going to hand it to Aaron oh, <laughs> yay oh. I thought you were going to say look, right let's sell this I thought we were besties <laughs> so the elephant itself just from the Pathfinder rulebook is a level 7 creature it has tusk attack trunk attack Foot attack, it has a trample three action, it has low light vision, it has scent as an imprecise sense, but it also has a grabbing trunk. So if it hits, it can do it. But of course, if it does engage in combat, it gets 1d4 secret rounds before it reverts back to its statue form. It takes two actions to activate, but throwing out a large elephant in the middle of a combat <laughs> seems very, very fun. Aaron, you now have the power of Claude in your pocket. I love Claude. Haven't met him yet, but I love him. So, heroes, you're at the top of this hill. You have defeated the swarms. You've defeated the aberrations at the bottom with Arasish. You have claimed the trumpet card and you have claimed the loot. What do you do? I think we're done here, aren't we? I think. Yeah, let's get going. We bid our new friends farewell and um, start to riffle those cards, baby. I wish you and your people a better life. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) What a backhanded slam that is. (laughs) I wish you a better life. Well, they've had a hard life. They said their life was hard. They did. I just just love the energy of that. Is this disrespectful? Like I said, common is not my first language. (laughs) <laughs> as Aaron focuses on his card you reopen the portal back into Harrow Heart and find yourselves in the Grand Hall nice. as you materialise you notice that the third portal on the northern wall of the Grand Hall is now no longer lit three down three to go halfway done I, I wish I was uh, lit so, <laughs> what? <laughs> Malachi, sometimes you're your own worst enemy. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's so fucking random and it's good. Dare <laughs> say so you're in over your head. So you are back in the Grand Hall to the north. And what I will say to you again, as before, the hour is late, but the hall itself looks a little bit cleaner, a little bit tidier, a little bit shinier. What do you do? I, I don't know about you, but it seems like we're on a roll. I'm keen to get through the next portal if everyone's up for it. 
Honestly, uh, yes. After a rest, uh, me, of course. Me too. Uh, I, I would appreciate having a sleep. <laughs> Recha- <laughs> I, I'm, I need to recharge my spells. Yes, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think we've all seen some things today that are best left unseen. And uh, yes, a, a nice rest will, will hopefully do us all some good. As you're discussing this, you hear one of the doors open and out of it comes Milton. Walks towards you. Sire, how Milton. was your... Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, sire. Hiya. Hiya. How was your... There's two of you. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's using his mirror. <laughs> Milton and Dilton. I prefer Stilton. <laughs> <laughs> More of a Bree man myself, but fair enough. He's gone. He's gone. Are we going to get through this pool or not? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Welcome back to Harrow Heart. Would you be requiring dinner tonight? It would appear that you have claimed the trumpet card. Yes, uh, your, uh, your observance is impeccable as always, Milton. I cannot speak for the others, but uh, I, I don't don't feel the urgent need for any sustenance. I perhaps just a early night will be enough for me. I have made the servants prepare your chambers. They are ready for you. Uh, they didn't find anything untoward, did they, in my <laughs> They didn't check under the sheets, did they? <laughs> the smell was intolerable. <laughs> you, you went in there, you went in there. No, it was leaking from the door frame. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Milton talking to us? <laughs> Did he want us to talk to him for some reason? Or he, it, it, why have you brought him over? We were going to bed, and you've brought him over. You've done this. You're inviting conversations about dinner. Milton, is there something we can do for you? I get lonely when you're not here. <laughs> Just me on Stilton. Grodo isn't very uh, talkative. <laughs> No, size. I wish you good night. Friends, b- before you go to sleep, um, I have a favor to ask of you if it's not uh, too troublesome. B- b- back where I'm from, there's a, a custom. It's certainly um, something that's done a lot um, at uh, the, the ranks I worked in. Um, th- there's a tradition to name your blade after a long time fighting with it. It's more often than not done in a ritualistic um, way with witnesses and people close to you um, at your side. And seeing as you three are quite literally the only people I've uh, spent more than a week with in the last five years, I thought it would be fitting for you three to um, accompany me during during this endeavor. It shouldn't take very long, but I have thought about this for a few weeks now. And um, back where I'm from, people call their weapons by the name of the one that um, gave them the toughest challenge and the toughest battle that they've faced in their careers. And I decided that I want to name my blade Sidisarex. A fitting name, considering that, well, she almost threatened parting you with the blade she threatened all of our lives and uh, 
I'm going to be honest, I, uh, it, it's the first time in a long time that I have truly felt helpless. And um, seeing that we came back from that, I thought it would be honoring her, her might, which is undisputable. <laughs> it's not going to take very long. I have, uh, I have brought something for years with me, hoping that I could use it one day. And I think the day has finally come. Wilhelm, from his uh, pack, pulls out a small runic uh, stone, faintly glowing. And as he, as he holds it up, and he pulls out his rapier next to it, and he, with, with a formal voice, says, I hereby dub you the name Sedisarex. And as he does that, he kind of holds the stone and the rapier together. And the stone gets absorbed by the rapier and on the hilt of the blade some runes form that in uh, Wilhelm's mother tongue spell the word Sedisarex. And it faintly glows up in a blue hue and just as quickly fades away and it's just ca- kind of carved in. Wow. Thank you for letting us be part of this, Wilhelm. Th- thank you for uh, for not laughing. I, I guess it's uh, it could be kind of. I get it's kind of weird, <laughs> but uh, yes. No, it's not weird. Uh, shall we shall we name mine? Um, I yes. was thinking <laughs> Belinda. <laughs> no, Belinda's mine. You can't have that. That's <laughs> <my> <laughs> How about uh, he starts scratching on his keytar? How do you spell Belinda? <laughs> I, I think it starts with a B. <laughs> oh, okay. Lupin is already halfway up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's not silly, Wilhelm. It's it's a reminder of home. And we're all far from our homes, some of us more than others. And he exchanges a kind of knowing glance with Wilhelm, given the conversation that they've shared about their lost homes. And if... As we go on this journey and we take on even more dangerous foes and conquer even more impressive challenges, we're restoring this place or creating it, I, I don't know, but Harrow Heart is our home. It's your home. And it's right that you should consecrate your blade in this way, in this place, with all of us. Thank you, Aaron. A worthy name for a worthy blade. Thank you, Milton. I didn't realize you were still here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just before we go, I uh, Malachi is looking at the trumpet. He gets it out, has a real good look at it, and would like to epitomize the trumpet. Malachi, as you stare at the trumpet card... The latest card you have all obtained from the deck of destiny. And you feel a magical energy begin to swirl and whirl around you. And in the grand hall of Harrow Heart, a troop of trumpet-wielding heralds materializes. Their armor aglow with magic. With a resounding fanfare... They ascend the battlements, commanding your attention 
and weaving mystical enchantment with their celestial melody. And the curtain comes down. You've been listening to Describe Your Kill, The Death of Destiny. Find out more at describeyourkill.com. Thank you to Paizo, Michael Gelfi, Creator Cord, Sirenscape, Kevin McLeod, Foundry and Sigil Services. Get all the links on our website. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.